Mini Shenanigans, Episode 10. Greetings and welcome back to Mini Shenanigans as we start to steer towards the end of this particular collection, but not just yet. This week we have a play entitled Consider. It sees Jack facing off against Amanda, a young woman seeking revenge. But has she really considered all of her options? Theatrical Shenanigans presents Consider by Rachel Feeney Williams. I'm telling you, Sean, it is a done deal. <laughs> I told you we'd get them desperate enough to sell. Well, I can't go into exact details. But, once we get rid of the workforce, break the place down, and sell it off piece by piece, we stand to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I'm just that good. Hey, I'll have to go, Sean. We'll do golf next week, okay? I'll see you then. Yes, Mrs. Lennox. Who? Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Send her in. Nah, you must be Amanda. Yes, sir. Amanda Carlyle. I must say, you are a lot younger than other reporters who have interviewed me. Oh, well, I'm just an intern for the Times at the moment, but I'm hoping my article will get my foot firmly in the door. Ambition. I like it. Thank you, sir. Please, sit down. And you can call me Jack. Very well. Jack. So, what kind of story are you writing? My secretary was a bit vague on the details. Oh, it's about titans of the industry who rose from nothing. That is, you to a T, isn't it? <laughs> I should say so. So, where would you like to start? Well, your father already had an empire when you were growing up. Why didn't you take your place alongside him? Well, the old man and I didn't agree on an awful lot when it came to business practices. How so? <laughs> Essentially, I thought he was too soft. Oh. Now, don't get me wrong. My old man knew how to close a deal. But he could have been so much more in his lifetime if he didn't let the bleeding hearts get in his way. Right. So, you left home after finishing private school without further education. You know... I could have walked into any university I wanted, but I never wanted to escape my way through life. But some would say the path you have been given was still an easy one. Uh, jealous people will always proclaim the haves have been given an easy path in life. It makes it easier for them to make excuses for their own sorry lives. So you don't believe you've been handed anything? Not at all. But the original investors to your company were all cronies of your father's. You have to acknowledge that. I secured my investors because of a lot of ass-kissing and schmoozing. It was nothing to do with my father. I see. So, those initial years after you left home, before you started your company, what did you do? <laughs> the wandering years. I decided I needed a few calming years before I started my climb to glory. Some guys call them the lost years. Young lady... I was not lost. I knew exactly where I was going. So, 
Do any events stick out for you during those wandering years? <laughs> Not really. It was so long ago, after all. No events at all. I just said no. So during those years... Why are we focused on those years? There's nothing to do with the man I am today. Oh, I think you're wrong there. Excuse me? What's this? It's from the early days of your career and the people you bonded with. Recognize them? Not really. Well, I can refresh your memory. The man next to you is Judge Hartland. He retired shortly after this picture was taken. Young lady, I think- The man the other side of him is now Lieutenant Daniels. He was a lowly police officer then, but remarkably, he was able to climb up the ladder of his career shortly after this picture was taken. I think maybe you should go. And the man the other side of you is Nick Gleason. He now runs his own publishing house, but back then he was just a run-of-the-mill reporter. I said you need to- Do you to... know what is remarkable about all these men? Not really, no. They all fell into their fortunes a week or so after November 1998. Do you remember what happened then? Jack- Get out of my office. Sit down, Jack. Just so we're not disturbed. What the hell do you want? What do I want? What do I want? I want you to confess. Confess what? November 1998. That doesn't ring any bells for you. I... I... It, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, let me remind you. You were driving home from some fundraiser your daddy had invited you to. You were well over the legal limit, but no one was going to argue with you. Not when their job was at risk. I... About five minutes after leaving, you ran a red light and plowed into the side of another car. You were taken to the hospital with a few cuts and bruises. The occupants of the other car didn't make it. So is that what this is? You're wanting to prove I'm some bad guy because I got into a car accident ten years ago? The people in that car were my parents, you asshole! Oh, Jesus! Yeah, didn't think about the other life you ruined when you demanded your keys, even though the poor valet could hear you slurring and smell the brandy on your breath. How could you- No? <laughs> oh, I've done my research. After my parents died, I went to live with my aunt, and when I was old enough, I started snooping into what happened. When my aunt died a year ago, she left me a letter that explained about the accident. She also explained that the murderer went free. I'm, I'm not a... You got behind the wheel of that car knowing that you were not in a state to drive and knowing you could cause an accident. What does that make you if not a murderer? You... But, of course, I wanted to make sure I had all the facts, so I tracked down a couple of people who worked the galley you were at. The car park attendant you verbally abused when he told you he didn't think it was a good idea that you drive. The waitress you molested all evening and then had the nerve to accuse her of throwing herself at you. Look, this was a long time ago, but I get that you are upset. So, how much? Excuse me? Well... You want money, right? That's why you're here. 
Oh, that is so like you to think money is going to get you out of this. But I'm not here for money. Then what are you here for? I am here to make sure you pay for what you did. Wait! What for? I've waited ten years for this moment. So, so say you kill me. What does that prove except you're just like me? I'm nothing like you. You're about to kill a man in cold blood. And you've already made it clear you have no regard for my life. You killed my parents! But I didn't care then. All, all I cared about was where the next party was or, or rebelling against my dad. Th that's all there was to me. And that is supposed to be you pleading your case? No. I, I know what I've done. But are you aware of what you're about to do? I'm about to make sure my parents get justice. And go to jail for the rest of your life in the process? If it means you pay. But I'll be dead. One moment of knowing I'm dead versus a lifetime wasted in prison. Shit. You were making an awful lot of noise. My secretary probably got concerned. Well, it looks like we don't have long then, do we? Amanda, please. That's right. Beg. Beg for your life. I really am sorry for what happened that day. Liar! If you were sorry, you'd remember them. Or have faced justice back then. I... But no, you had to get Daddy Dears to swoop in and pass out bribes, left, right, and center. So in the end, the little prince walks away without a scratch. You have to believe me. I didn't want my father to do that. You didn't. No! They took me to the station. I was put in a cell. The next thing I knew, I was told I was free to go. My father was waiting for me at the front desk, but I didn't call him. Then what about the picture? My father insisted that having publicity with community figures would be good for my image. Which Mr. Gleason was happy to oblige with. It wasn't my choice to run away from it, Amanda. I swear to you. Then why didn't you come forward later? My father had cleaned up my mess before, and I knew he could do it again. Why should I believe you? You've done your research. You know how controlling my old man was. The only thing I could do is get away from his shadow. Far, far away. So, you started your own company. I may not have wanted to remember that night, but it made me the man I am today. A man still destroying lives. It's just business. No, it's not. They are people. They shouldn't be treated like nothing because people like you think they can. Amanda, really think about this. Is this what your parents wanted for you? Don't you dare talk about them. Look, I'm a horrible person. We both know that. But is throwing your life away worth mine? Why should you give a shit about me? Look, I've already destroyed two lives from that accident, and I don't want to take yours as well. You mean that? I do. I... Amanda, I know you've been in pain, but really consider this. What are you gonna do, Amanda? That was Consider by Rachel Feeney Williams, with Oak Fawn as Amanda and Robert Sawyer as Jack. Theatrical Shenanigans is part of an RFW script production with music written and produced by Chris Cody.